Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Wednesday, March the 24th, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day is Welkin, which means the upper atmosphere, the celestial abode of God, heaven. Welkin. Well, the sun is really shining here in my part of the world in North Carolina. It's a rainy, dreary, damp sort of early spring day. However, tomorrow is supposed to be looking up better, warmer, no rain. Supposed to be in the high 70s. I love those early spring. Like, I love early fall. The weather is just right. Well, it looks like uh, 54-year-old Mike Tyson is doing it again. This time with 58-year-old Evander. The real deal, Holyfield. Fight is scheduled for May 29th, 2021. Now, Holyfield's camp initially came out and said, no, that's not going to happen. But Holyfield himself has given an interview, I believe it was on TMZ, him and Mike Tyson also were both on TMZ, gave an interview, and Holyfield seems uh, to say, hey, it's a go, as far as he's concerned. In fact, both he and Mike Tyson agreed they're pretty much taking the promoters out of it. I guess they've gotten older and realized they don't need promoters, they will self-promote the fight themselves. Yeah, you know, hey, like Put some more money in that purse instead of having it taken away by promoters. Also, uh, and I didn't know that Evander Holyfield's son, Evan, is possibly going to be on the fight card also that night. I'd like to see that. You know, there really hasn't, I say, hasn't been a heavyweight division in a while. It's all been light or welterweight or light heavyweights. So, I mean, like I, I said, I, I would love to see the heavyweight division come back. Not with these two. They're a little up there in years. But there has to be some younger heavyweights somewhere, I would think. And there has been a few, but they haven't materialized much. So, maybe this fight here, they want, maybe Mike and Holyfield will get together and won't look like two old uncles fighting at a family barbecue, like it was described with uh, Mike Tyson and, and Roy Jones. Yeah, it will. <laughs> it is what it is. Those guys are up in age. And yeah, they all look, they, they both look like some old uncles. Like they should be wearing those, uh, what do you call those sandals with the buckle? <laughs> But anyway, we'll see, we will see, we will see if this fight happens. I hope it does. I I would enjoy it. It's Memorial Day weekend. Hey, why not? And moving on. 25-year-old Deshaun Watson has found himself in the hot seat. 16 allegations of sexual assault. Wow. You know, I reported a few podcasts back that he wanted to be traded. Didn't want to be in Houston anymore. Wanted to be traded. Uh, wanted out of his contract. Uh, but he... Uh, maybe he was running from this. He knew what was coming down the pipe. But you can't run from this. Nobody can. Especially with these sexual assault charge allegations. Not charges. Sexual assault allegations. 
And what has happened, he finds himself, uh, they were all massage therapists, apparently, his massage therapists, and uh, what do they call them, uh, what do they call those those people, estheticians, I should say, which is a, like a skin, skin therapist and, you know, cosmetic, and they do scrubs, and they do massages, well, however, however, 16 of them are alleging that Mr. Watson exposed himself, touched them with his genitals, kissed them, or forced them to perform oral sex. 16 of them. Man, you and Governor Cuomo, boy, I'm not laughing at, at what has happened. I, I'm, I just, wow, really? Now, his lawyers have came out and said that uh, in January of this year, there was a, a, a one that they can identify because they're saying that the lawyers of the accusers aren't forthcoming with the names of, of the, the accusers, but they have identified one, his lawyer, Deshaun Watson's lawyers have identified one. And coincidentally, she, they're saying she tried to blackmail him for $30,000 in exchange for her silence. This was in January of this year. These um, allegations, by the way, happened between March 30th of 2020 through March 4th of 2021. Now, back to that uh, blackmail thing. Uh, Deshaun Watson's lawyers are saying that goes to the credibility of one of the accusers. You know, they're saying that she allegedly told him, hey, 30000 and I'll keep my mouth shut. Uh, 30000 I know 30000 When you're facing 16 allegations or accusers and they're all their stories pretty much are centered in the round of the, 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 I don't want to say area or around the same. They're pretty much telling the same tale very much like governor, governor Cuomo. It's kind of hard for you to beat that or cast some dis, disparaging remarks or, or, or cast some credit credibility issues. Uh, all 16, 16 of them are, I guess, massage, th- massage therapists. And they're pretty much saying the same thing. Wow. Well, no charges have been filed. However, the lawyer for those 16 says they're going to file paperwork next week. You know, one, I, I don't know if, if, if that's the, the thing to do. Um, I would think for me personally, and I'm not playing a blame game or I'm not insinuating anything. This is me. If you violate me, we're going to have a problem and I'm going to take you to task right then. I'm not going to the media and and, and I'm certainly not going to do that. I mean, hey, the media can pick it up after they find out that I found filed paperwork. But, you know, that's just me. But, man, Deshaun. Wow. Wow. Just just wow. I, I, I got nothing. Because like I said, all of these allegations and the accusers, they're telling the same or pretty much the same story. I mean, really, young brother, you could have very well or you may have just destroyed your career. May have just destroyed your career. Well, all right, 
let's move along to uh, some weird news. A woman in the UK is upset that her fiancé went behind her back and created a budget for her. Now, she took the social media to uh, ask a question. The name of the social media site is Mumsnet. I guess they have that in the UK. I've never heard of it. I don't know how many of you have. And she took the mom's neck to ask if she was being unreasonable for being annoyed that he'd gone to such lengths to find out her pay. Now, she was, she was pregnant. She gave birth. And she returned to work after being out for 15, 15 months. And she's getting a raise. So she came home. She told him she was getting a raise. Now, the backstory also is they, um, they're relationship because they're not married yet he's a fiance their their relationship she says actually works because they pretty much split the bills uh she pays child care and she's putting money aside for the wedding he pays the mortgage and the other bills but somehow some way and, and i found this unique he went to a government sponsored website to check her monthly income and he sent her a screenshot of the government website and he worked out exactly how much she gets after taxes and NI. What's it? I guess NI is something, I guess that would be equivalent to Social Security here. So he sent her a screenshot of uh, what he had. I don't want to say discovered because like she said, she told him what was going on. She, hey, I, I'm getting a raise and, and you know, certainly... It would go towards our future, but maybe somehow, some way, he, maybe he wasn't snooping. I mean, come on. I mean, if you and this lady, or y'all are already in a relationship, and and you're pretty much uh, splitting the bills or whatever, and you're sharing all of your personal financial information, I don't think he was snooping. I think he was taking care of business. He was creating a budget. Not just for her, but for them and their future. But, you know, some people say, hey, I mean, she said, hey, why why would you do that? And I told you, which is understandable also. I don't, I don't, but then again, I, I guess I really don't see the problem here. And like she said, their, their relationship, it pretty much works out. So what's the argument? And of course, you know, some of social media... <laughs> Said, oh, you shouldn't have did that. And you're giving them too much information. No, she's not. If you're going into a relationship or a marriage, I shouldn't say relationship, but a marriage, I think you would be forthcoming with everything and every aspect of your life. I mean, you you oftentimes hear women say, uh, well, I didn't know that he had bad credit. Or you hear men also say, I didn't know she had bad credit. Well, he, he's doing what most of us should do. He's doing research. Verifying. I don't see it as being too crazy. <laughs> That's me. But, hey, some folks said, nah, you shouldn't have told him that. Some things you keep to yourself. I, I Like I said, I don't believe that. You keep to yourself. If you're involved in a, a marriage or getting ready to get married, you don't want to keep that to yourself, do you? We've all heard have heard of the horror stories of that poor credit, criminal records, or what have you, uh, or some folks that even have kids that no one know, knew about. But 
Anyway, moving along, moving along. It appears the Vatican has reaffirmed its position on same-sex marriages last Monday. Which leaves many in the LGBTQ community, those that are, are of the Catholic faith, in a position, once again, they're torn between their faith, their belief, and their lifestyle choice, sexual orientation. Now, the Vatican's decree is headed by the Vatican's, Congre Vatican's Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. And they ask the question, does the church have the power to give the blessing to unions of persons of the same sex? And their conclusion was no. They're not going to give a blessing. Now the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith, by the way, is responsible for spreading and defending the integrity of the Catholic doctrine. They go on to say that proposals for the blessing of same-sex unions are being advanced in some ecclesial context, clergy, but doesn't explain how or by whom. Now, what they're saying, there may be some sex, or, or I won't say sex, there may be some portions or, or some priests or whatever that approve of it, but they're not. Now, however, also, Catholic bishops in Germany have been debating the theology around the, this issue also in recent months. Now, if you think it is just Catholics, think again. Think again. It appears also Christians are engulfed in this also. In fact, earlier this month, the conservative leaders of the United Methodist Church unveiled plans to split and form a new denomination called the Global Methodist Church that would not approve of same-sex marriages also. Now, Pope Francis, who was elected in 2013, has assented and said the church needs to be more welcoming to its LGBTQ followers and worshipers, worshipers, let's say. In fact, in a documentary released in 2020, he stated he favored legal unions between same-sex couples as an alternative to sex to church sanctioned marriages. So there you go. Pope Francis is in favor of it. However, there are the the, the congregation of, of the well the, the rest of the Catholic Church appears to be not in favor of it. The higher ups, the ones that actually hold the power are saying no way, no way, no, no way, no how, we're not going for it. Now Pope Francis has always been that supporter of that uh, he made no bones about it, even before he was elected or appointed, however you want to say it. He made no bones about it. He said, hey, I, I, I think that those that, that are in the Catholic faith and they're of the, the same sex and they're in a relationship, I think we should acknowledge them. We can't be the, we're not God, pretty much. We, we have to show mercy. And, and not be so judgmental. 
But like I said, he's, he's always been that one. And it appears, like I said, the rest of the Catholic Church is saying no, no, no. Well, you could, for me personally, I got to be honest with you, I don't care either way. And I'm, I'm not being, you know, arrogant or what have you. It's none of my business. I've always said that. It's none of my business what people do in their, the comforts of their own bedroom or to whatever they choose with their life. It's just not none of my business. You know, and, and I also say, and as it relates to me and people are like, well, you know, hey, until, <laughs> until someone can, can, let's just say this. And, and this is for me and me, me only. And, and I want to be frank and honest with you. Until I can find a human being upon this earth that I can touch the hem of their garment and get my soul into he heaven, it's none of my business what anyone chooses to do. Simple and plain. It's not for me. I wouldn't make that choice. But it is for them. It's their choice, their decision. And yeah, I understand the argument that some of you may say, well, they're forcing that on. Well, maybe, yeah, kind of, sort of, I see that. Just like with the issue with school where they're saying they're going to allow, they're going to change the names of transgenders to, you know, on school, official school documents. You know, I, I, I understand that, but I, I'm just saying I'm not one to bash anyone because of lifestyle choices and decisions they made or may have made. It's none of my business. Like I said, until I can find a human being on this earth where I can touch the hem of their garments and get my soul into heaven, it ain't my business. I could care less. That's just me. Now, there are some that say, uh, like I said, those that are that are, are, are of the Catholic faith in in are in same-sex unions, find themselves in this position that they're all too familiar with, whether they could, they should, they know their faith and they know their belief, but the church isn't accepting, accepting it. So maybe they're saying to themselves, well, where do we go and worship? When are we going to have a, you know, an acceptance by the Catholic church? It doesn't seem like it's going to be anytime soon. We all know, and I'm not being stereotypical here, but, but the you know the Catholic Church has always been that stringent one. They won't deviate deviate from it, and and it doesn't appears that appears that they're not deviating from this either. It, it's an, a very awkward and peculiar spot that many find themselves in. I mean, I, I couldn't torn between their faith and worshiping, and and then an acceptance from the church that's pretty much said it's not going to happen ever. But time will tell. Maybe it will change. I mean, at some point in time, you are going to have to recognize those individuals that live a different alternative lifestyle and choice. And the Catholic Church is saying, yeah, it is a sin. But we just can't get behind it. It is a sin, but socially it's accepted, but it's not being accepted by us. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's uh, it's perplexing, but it shouldn't be. 
I think is personally, like I said, it's none of my business is up between, it's between them and their God. I can't judge anyone. I just can't. I can't judge anyone. Can't. Well, moving along, uh, Boulder, Colorado. Sure, by now we've all, well, I'm not sure by now, we have all heard what has happened. The mass shooting, the second one in less than a week. Let's not forget last, what was that, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, the the gentleman in um, Atlanta that went on a shooting spree at the massage parlors. Well, this gentleman here in Boulder City, Colorado, appears to have gone on a shooting spree in a grocery store in the middle of the day with, of course, an assault rifle, AR-15 style, and a handgun. He has killed 10 people. One who was a police officer that was came coming to the aid once they received the 911 call. Wow, 10 people. <laughs> you Well, they're saying this 21-year-old man is, um, he was born, well, he's from America, but he migrated from Syria at the age of three. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, he's American citizen. And what the details are are still sketchy as to the background or why he did this. But what they're finding out is that he may have possibly one of his friends said he he was paranoid. He thought that people were or or government entities or people were after him because he was Muslim. So he may have been irritated, agitated about that. And as an end result, this is what happens. No. No, no. Irritated or agitated or not, I don't care. Just like that gentleman last week. And for anyone that that tries to make excuse for someone that goes on a rampage and starts killing people, and I don't care what your race is, what your class is, what your religion is, you're murdering people, you're a murderer. There's no cause to kill people. Anyone. It doesn't say that, at least not from my standpoint, I don't think. I've never heard that there was ever a justified, they call it justifiable homicide, but that is the law. There's no justifiable means for you to go on a shooting spree and kill innocent people that were just going about their day-to-day life. That's what you did. Just like last week, they said the gentleman may have been having a bad day day or he wasn't a racist he was he 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 was uh had a sexual addiction problem now they're saying this gentleman here who is muslim may have felt bullied or intimidated by someone that was after him because he was muslim boohoo welcome to adulthood you're always going to feel as though someone's bullying you or attempting or, or or attempting to bully you or intimidate you. That's life. Wish it wasn't, but it's life. But it doesn't give you a permission, doesn't give you a pass to go on a, a killing spree, to kill innocent people. A lot of those people, some were, uh, they were just starting out in life. Some already had family, kids, husband, wives. And they were just out doing what they do on a daily basis. Now, 
I, I gotta say, is this, well, I, I, as cruel as heart, as cruel and heartless as this sound sounds, maybe we are going back to normal because you know, all of this was going on before COVID. I guess when you open the country back up, you, you go back to what you've been doing. I know that sounds cruel and heartless and, and like I'm trying to be uh, arrogant or whatever, but think about it. We didn't hear about this when we were all in lockdown. So they opened the country back up. A certain parts of the country are starting to open back up. And this happens. Really? Really, 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 really? <sighs> anyway, like I said, man, like I said, this, this is just ridiculous. It is getting out of hand. Now, we've already had lawmakers that were already uh, against assault rifles come out and say, hey, we need to do something about this. They need to be banned. Then you have those that are gun rights activists that saying, no, that's not the problem. The problem isn't the guns. It's the individuals you choose. Then you go back to those that are against it that say, well, we need to increase the background checks. And then some of those that are pro-gun are saying, no, you can't do that. That's a violation of someone's right to dig that deep into their their history or, or, or mental history or whatever. Uh, hey, 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 hey. I, I personally would say, um, what do you need a, an assault rifle for again? What war are you fighting in your mind? An assault rifle, to me, has already always been what I've always thought of as something the military has because they're in a war and they need to, you know, hey, shoot it out. They don't need a long uh, a rifle. They need something where they can, you know, uh, spend many rounds at a, at a time. And this guy had one. I guess his was a his was an, a, a flat out assault rifle. It was one of those where you can get kits to make them assault rifles, where you can change them from semi-automatic to full automatic. So I, I guess what is it called, the bump stop, and then you you add the barrels or whatever. <sighs> That's a problem. That's a huge problem to me. Anytime you can modify something. It's just like, and you may be saying, well, that's not that serious, but I can remember uh, in my time that, you know, everyone knows the double barrel shotgun. So apparently what happened back then, they, they used, you know, you could saw the barrel off and, and make those, uh, those, those bullets come out uh, more forceful. So they outlawed that with the, uh, the you know, what they call a sawed off shotgun when you saw the barrel in half, or shorten the barrel. Uh, maybe the same thing, and then I believe some somehow, some way, I thought they had came out with that they were doing away with these bump stops, but bump stocks or whatever you call them. But somehow, some way, this guy found them. I guess you can, you can. Uh, I know at one point in time they were saying that people would go online in order. Well, you could do a lot online, can't you? You can do a lot of good and you can do a lot of bad. But this right here for me and that event last week. However, you're trying to justify it. It's murder. You're going around murdering people because let's be honest, you're not getting your way or, or, or you feel bullied or intimidated or you feel as though you have a problem. And, and these people or, or peoples are, 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 are your problem because they're, they're doing whatever. 
so the only way you figure you can combat that is to kill him. You're a murderer. You know, I don't care who you are. Just like a drug dealer on the street or a game banger. The only difference is your cause or your race. You're a murderer. You're a murderer. You are a murderer. You killed 10 people. You killed 10 people in the middle of the day just to prove your point. Now, what point you were trying to prove, I can't tell you because it still doesn't make sense. Like I said, they're still getting details are still coming in. It's fresh. It's new. But your reasoning is that you, you know, once again, you felt you were being bullied and intimidated. I still can't figure that out. How you, well, maybe it's something we don't know. Maybe somehow, some way, maybe you did. Like I said, things are coming out. We'll see how this goes. But the bottom line for me is murder. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't jump on that bandwagon of saying yay or nay. Don't care about assault rifles or you having them. To the point of, yeah, I question why you feel the need to have an assault rifle. But as far as you having a, a mental problem or a mental block, I don't fall. I don't fall along with that because if you are having a mental breakdown or you're having a moment of mental unclarity, but yet and still, you decide that you're going to kill someone. I think that's the catalyst for me. The kill, not so much the gun, not so much the reason why, but you were having a, a mental moment or, or, or a bad day and your response is to go and kill people. I think you personally, I think you have all your mental faculties about you. I think you were just angry. You have problems controlling your anger. And we all know as adults, that's a no go. That's a nope. Boo hoo. Get over it. Deal with it. Move on. And maybe, you know, for me, I can remember being raised in a household where I was told, hey, you're going to have bad days. You're going to have days where it feels like the entire world is, is, is after you and on your back, on your shoulders. But you somehow, some way got to get over it and move forward. And that's how I've, I've lived my life. I've had many a days. I've had many of instances where I felt like, you know what? I'm about to snap and I'm going to give it to him. Then I think, hey, this is life. This is what being an adult is all about. If I do snap and I and, and what have you, what happens after that? So I, I don't know how a lot of people are being raised now. Maybe they're not being told that. I've often said that. I don't think a lot of kids are being told. They're being told the good side. They're not being told that you're going to have bad days. That's life. Nothing. Life is not a 100% smooth ride. It can't be. You are going to have bad days. You are going to have days where you, you feel like, oh, I can't deal with this nonsense anymore. But you still got to pray and keep moving. You got to get up and move. Don't stay there. Now, I understand he, this gentleman is they're saying he, he may have uh, 
felt intimidated and bullied because he was Muslim. Yeah, I've had days like that, and I'm not a Muslim, where I felt as though I was being bullied or intimidated because of me being a, 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 a black American. But I didn't go ape shit. I just didn't. And many of you may say, well, that's you. No, that's, that, that's, that's just not me. That's called being a, an adult. That's what that's called. Being an adult or being a human being that knows things aren't going to go my way. Let me just pray on it and keep moving. Stop giving these people excuses to kill. That's all you're doing. You're giving them excuses to kill. Really? Is that what we do now as a, as an adults? We're not holding anybody accountable. We're looking at, oh, what's going on in your life? Oh, woe's me. I understand. And I hate to sound sarcastic and sounds like I'm being a, a butt. But damn, man. This is going on way too much. It's few and far in between. Happening way too often. That's what's going on. Less than a week, we have another mass shooting. Well, I'll keep you posted on that and let you know how this thing plays out. And and like always, I'm praying for those family members of those victims because they really need it. You know, the police officer left home that morning. Probably he did, had no idea that would be his last time leaving home. Left his family. Had no idea. Like I said, many of them had uh, were just starting out in life. There were some young victims, and then there were some that were uh, uh, wives and husbands and parents or whatever. You had no idea. Hey, I'm just running out to the store to get something. Had no idea whatsoever that would be their last time. All because you felt as though you were being bullied and intimidated because you were Muslim. So he started killing people. Somehow, that you, 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 at some point in time during the morning or or early afternoon, you decided, "Hey, I'm going to get my gun and I'm just going to start shooting people." <laughs> and that's their excuse. No, I don't think there should be a ban on assault rifles. Let me just say that I don't. I don't think there should be a ban on assault rifles. They're really not the problem. It's you. The individual, the adult, you're the problem. Can't control your emotions. Everyone has a bad day, but we don't fly off the handle and go ape shit and start killing people. No, we don't. Sorry, that's no excuse for me. Now let's move along. That's enough of that nonsense. Now, it appears the days of the U.S. rolling over to Putin are done, President Joe Biden says. In an interview that aired last Wednesday on ABC, I do. That's the response he gave when asked if he thought Putin was a killer. Whoa. In which Russia responded by pulling its ambassador in Washington for consultations. 
Now Putin fired back by pointing out the history of slavery, the slaughter of Native Americans, and the United States atomic bombing of Japan in World World War II. Ooh, we. Mm. Now also, while this was going on in Alaska, there was a summit of uh, geopolitical rivals and allies, Anthony Blinkton, who is the Secretary of State, and Jake Sullivan, who is National Security Advisor. Blinkton and Sullivan, that sounds like a late 80s, early 90s cop show. (laughs) Okay. Now, they took on China for its harsh treatments of citizens in China, human rights violations in China, and aggressive actions in Hong Kong, Taiwan, and the South China Sea to which the Communist Party foreign policy chief of China and its foreign minister both responded and spitefully accused the U.S. of hypocrisy for condemning China while Asian Americans are racially attacked by U.S. citizens along with other minorities and also the nation's political unrest after the 2020 presidential election. Now, Blinken and Sullivan admitted the U.S. wasn't perfect, but sought to openly and honestly, as they say, address such matters. In fact, Sullivan says Americans' willingness to confront their shortcomings was the secret sauce for U.S. success. So what does all this mean? Well, one side, Biden is trying to show a tough stance against Putin, unlike Trump. Biden also is showing his toughness against China, to which Trump stated during the campaign and many of those, well, during the campaign and those debates called Biden out for being soft with China. Secret deals, and you know, the secret deals he had with China or or other members of the Democratic Party, and also talked about his son, Hunter Biden, and his deals. And I believe also they, they alluded to uh, Hunter Biden also being not involved in Russia, but um, the Ukraine. There's, there was some somehow, some way, some business deal where he, he reportedly got millions or whatever. I guess that's his job. He's a businessman. I mean, hey, whatever. But yeah, that, that's that's the gist of that. I mean, Biden is showing, hey, I'm not to be fooled with. You called me soft on China, I'm calling them out too. But you were soft on Russia, so I'm going to let Putin know, hey, we ain't going to roll over any longer. We're calling you out. But side note, I, I would like to address something. Because this keeps coming up, and, and, and I um, oftentimes find myself irritated when I hear... Whenever the United States takes actions verbally against other nations or, or countries or what have you, and, and then they fire back with the uh, pointing out the fact the US, United States history of slavery and its treatments of, of African Americans in particular, and they say other minorities, but when they point to slavery, they always say it, the United States and its treatments towards uh African Americans or Black Americans, as a result of slavery and its ongoing. Um, let me just say this, and I'm going to speak frank. 
I, for one, personally am fed up because if you truly found found you truly found that to be so uh, so how can I say that so, such a bad thing or, or so immorally uh, horrible or, or humanitarian crisis. All of these years, that's your response when the U.S. butts its, sticks its nose in something or affairs of yours, and your response is you can't talk because you're a hypocrite. Look how you did the African Americans doing slavery, and you bring that to the forefront. Uh, me personally, I would like for you to keep that out of your mouth because I know that's just a ploy, something you use, and an old go-to, if you will that many countries and nations around this world use because truth be told <laughs> you 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 you've done the same things the same things to 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 african americans or africans in general every single country around the world has totally went on that continent of africa and just plundered and mistreated and even when those citizens uh, from whatever country there was in Africa came to your country, your citizens did the same thing. So keep that out of your mouth, please. It's annoying. Because as we all know now and have known, that if you really and truly cared, you would speak out on it daily and not just when someone's sticking their nose in your business or irritating you. African-Americans or black Americans, however you want to say it, aren't a doormat. They're not a dish towel for you to pick up, to wipe your hands off and, and take on the sanctimonious attitude of uh, you're a hypocrite, calling the U.S. a hypocrite. We just aren't. I, for one, am fed up with it. I find it sickening that you continuously use that slavery call as to point out the hypocrisy of the United States. Keep it out your mouth. Because like I said, if you really and truly cared and you found it so egregious and horrible, you would have done, not only done, said something, but done something about it years ago, decades ago, centuries ago. We're not chess pieces for you to move around or, or, or pull out when, when you feel threatened or intimidated or you feel as though you've been called out by the U.S. government. You can keep that to yourself. Don't care to hear it. That's it. That, that, that really irritates me. It really does. I mean, just the thought that that's, that's your go-to. You had slaves. Yeah, and? Yes, the U.S. did have slaves. But like I said, when many of those from the continent of Africa, after you had plundered that continent and those countries inside of Africa, when they come to your countries, they're pretty much treated just like African-Americans. They truthfully are. They are. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Let's, let's, let's be honest here. So if that's your... Uh, rally cry to show the hypocrisy of the United States. It ain't working with me. It may work with others who feel as though, oh, you're being compassionate. You understand my pain and my sorrows and all my woes. No, that ain't it for me. I see you, bull. You can save it. 
You can keep it. Don't care to hear about it. You ain't doing me no favors. You're just not. You can keep that to yourself. You really can. Now, like I said, you know, Biden is coming out and with these with these stats and his administration is backing them up with it. So they're pretty much showing Putin and China, hey, it's a new day. It's a new administration. We're not going to just turn a blind eye to the things you're doing and over the world or certain parts of the world. Hey, it's understandable. To each his own, to each his own. But I just wanted to uh, speak with you guys, you know, a little bit this morning before I get out and about here and go to work and continue on with my life. There certainly is a lot going on in the world right now. You know, like uh, COVID numbers are, are dropping somewhat. Vaccinations are ramping up. A lot more people are getting vaccinated. The country is starting to open up. Then we've had these two mass shootings within the last week. Then you have spring breakers down in Miami, Florida that are just, uh, they're partying hard, partying like a rock star. Kids have returned to school. Many uh, school districts are now saying they want them back full time. I believe Wake County took a vote Monday and and there the, the sixth through the uh, eighth graders are going back full time. Uh, well, K through eighth, I believe, are going back full time starting sometime in April. Country's opening back up. Things are returning back to some sense of normalcy, which is a good, a good thing. Restaurants are open up also here in North Carolina. The governor's uh, relaxing some more restrictions with uh, restaurants. He's allowing them to open back up. I don't think he's allowing them to open back up full. And, you know, your parks and your museums and, and what have you are opening back up too. You know, the bars, the restaurants, the parks, the museums, everything's starting to open back up somewhat in some capacity, which is a good thing. You know, I, I said earlier with those mass shootings, it, it appears that this is the normalcy that we had before COVID. Wasn't trying to be arrogant or be a, a, a prick about it, but th that is what was going on. We didn't have these mass shootings when everything was shut down. People were inside, maybe. I know some people are going to say, uh, hey, people were inside for a while and all those mental issues they were allowed to sit there and think and fester, and and now they, they you know, they're coming out, and that's that. This is what is happening. No, no, no. You were who you were before all the before COVID. You were, you just were. Don't put it on COVID. These fools were just who they. That's just that's just who they were. And I said fools. Yeah, I said that. I have no pity for anyone that picks up a gun and randomly goes out into the public and starts killing people. I don't. Maybe the good Lord in some, at some point in time in my life will change me. But I, at this particular moment in time, I can't see the reasoning. I can't see the justification for that. For any reason. Same way I wouldn't with, with, with uh, gang members when they do those drive-bys and, and kill innocent people. 
Same thing for me. I don't care about your political stance, your social stance, or your your mental breakdown moments. You are indeed a murderer. That's the bottom line. And you should be dealt with harshly and swiftly. Stop bleeding the, the, the... Taking all of the taxpayers' money to house and fund and 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 go to trial for these people. Why waste the time? Ah, that's just me. Well, that's all for me today, and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share. Once again, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And also on Verbal and WordPress. Now, I, I want to take a moment also. Um, I am or have decided to, uh, I'm going to be doing a live video stream also coming soon. So stand by. I, I'll be doing it on YouTube. So you'll get to see my beautiful face. Put a face to the voice. Hope I don't scare people. <laughs> okay. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Fault. Amen.